Hi guys, what is good? What is going on? Welcome to the Nevermind Poly podcast. I'm your host Matt and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world and this week is no exception. This week I sat down with drummer Brian Tishy of the band The Dead Daisies. Um, this is a fantastic chat, I can't lie to you. There is very, There's very few guests that have given me goosebumps while having a conversation on this very podcast. This is one of those chats. Um, Brian was a fantastic, fantastic uh, gentleman with his time, uh, with his energy, with his passions. We talk about so many different things in the next half an hour. I am so, I'm genuinely psyched about releasing this episode. I've just come off the Zoom call. This is episode attempt number five to record this intro because I'm so friggin' hyped about how good this podcast was. I was going to wait till uh, after the release date on Friday for you guys to hear this, but you know what? I'm going to release this today on the day I've recorded it, so you'll be hearing this on the Tuesday, which means the following Friday you're still going to have the episode with Stephen from Lost Alone, so don't say I don't treat you. Um, plenty more bands coming up. Thank you for the love and support. Thank you to the Dead Daisies PR team for sorting this out. Thank you to Brian for his time. Enjoy the show. Peace. Hi guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Poly podcast. My name is Matt, I am your host and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world. This is episode, oh crikey, 146, I think. Podcast land is very confusing. Anyway, it doesn't matter about that. I am sat here with Brian Titchley of the band The Dead Daisies, among other bands. How are you, my friend? Good. How are you doing? I'm very well. I'm very well. Whereabouts are we chatting to you from today? Uh, Los Angeles. Los Angeles, amazing stuff, amazing yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, I'm just me being here makes it amazing. You know, the whole mm. damn city lights up when I'm back in town. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. No, and I'm not kidding. I'm serious. No. Anyways, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, hey, yeah. You're well, fine. <laughs> yeah. How's how's um how's your day been? Has it been okay? Everything well, it's been 10 a.m. 10 a.m. So <laughs> I haven't gotten a lot done. But yesterday at this time, I already had like no internet interviews to do and. I had to, nothing was working, and I had to get on the phone with the cable company, go through the whole rigmarole, reboot re, the routers, and the blah, 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 and, they're, and finally, right before the interviews. So that really kind of made it an annoying morning. But today, today, <laughs> today the it's, going, it's going a lot better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome stuff. Um, of course, we're here today to talk to you about the, um, the Dead Daisy's new record, um, which is your guys, or Dead Daisy's fifth um studio record um very exciting times uh, out this friday um how how are you feeling about it how's the how's the I, feeling in camp imagine if i said you know i don't know i'm kind of indifferent and i you know think i could have done a better job of my own no that would you know that would be a good interview You'd be like shit i'm getting some stuff out of this guy and i sat here complaining about the whole thing the whole time um <laughs> no it's uh it's it's cool it's all good we did we did the record in the spring uh, you know, uh, we all got in the studio and that was us kind of, you know, getting the band with the inclusion of me started for this year was was all in the studio. 
We did a lot of touring in the summer and played a couple of the songs live and added a couple more for this uh, U.S. tour we did. And uh, but it's all cool. Yeah, there, I guess so. The record's out what in a few days, but there's like four singles out. So that's you're closing on half the record that we've played live and half that's been heard almost. I think there's there's ten songs on it. And uh, but but it's cool. You know, I I was just really happy to a get back in with the guys and you know. Glenn Hughes is, was, you know, the new bass player singer, you know, since 2019. I've known Glenn for a long time. I've jammed with Glenn. I've done some yeah. Glenn Hughes club gigs back in 2001 with him and uh, played with Doug a ton. So I'm like, this is going to be great. And I was in, you know, Daisy's with, you know, founder David Lowy since mm. 2013 is when I did my first yeah. stint here. Uh, so I was like, yeah, great. Let's do it. You know, coming out of a two-year pandemic kind of craziness thing and 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 to get back in with the guys i was like i know how this is going to sound and then they, they had a lot of music so it was just a matter of um you know show me the demos and we got in the studio and started putting it together and i was just really excited to, to work with work with them in the studio and get to know each other like in that way because it's fun to do new music and that's how you're starting the process is through new creations and being creative together and then touring touring was a blast so no but it's all it's it's nice uh it's nice that the record's coming out in a few days, and and uh, it seems like, uh, from what I could tell live, people react to the songs just as good as they do to the old stuff. Yeah. Absolutely, and and that's the thing from from a from an outsider's perspective looking in at the band. I think there is a certain element, and you use the word fun there. I think fun does come across from you guys. Both seeing you guys live when you guys have performed, it's kind of like. It is just a kind of a bit of a mates club in that respect. It's all just people. You take the music seriously, obviously, but like it just seems like you're all kind of just having the best possible time. Do you know what I mean? Which is which is super fun. Well, I, yeah, and I want to go. Well, everybody should, but you know, I don't. Depending on the style of music and the type of band, and really, you know, all the all the things that make a band what it is. You know, not everybody. Should be on stage having like quote unquote fun. Like not every mm. band is Van Halen. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Stones look like they're always having fun when when Absolutely. you know what I mean. Um but uh I mean shit, ACDC looks like they're always having fun, you know. But but uh yeah, it's it's a celebration of rock and mm. something we've put our lives into. So for me, how can I not be happy playing drums with my friends in a in a place where I'm comfortable. I've been before because that's a big thing, you know, joining a brand new organization or a brand new band where you don't know anybody. That's yeah. a whole other world. You know, it really is. It takes for me, it takes a while to get into that, and get comfortable. Even if you have the gig and people say, oh, good, you know, good job. Or you still have to know people until you can really sort of let your guard down or be comfortable where you're, you know, you just know that it, you're, you're accepted into this new situation. But with us, it's like, yeah, man, we all know each other. We know what we're doing. And uh, I don't have to. It's, I don't have to worry about like, oh, what's Glenn Hughes like? I've known Glenn for a long, yeah. long time, or and uh, like the whole organization. Yeah, and the style of music is loud rock and roll. Come mm -hmm. to the show, we're not, we're not. I, nobody's trying to change the world. It's more like just come out and have a good time, which I think is really what rock and roll was always about to begin with. You know, of course, we all know tons of different, you know, directions rock has gone, and it's all great, yeah. and we all love tons of it. But really, it starts with a celebration. There's a groove. There's melody and there's rhythm and there's the volume and you put it all together and, and that's rock. So I, how could you not be happy? Like for me, behind a kit of drums with Glenn Hughes, David Lowy and Doug Aldridge, 
playing original music and and uh, celebrating you know rock and roll and and what we've done our whole lives. So so if it comes across like that, it should you know. But we but first first thing is always your your the instrument, the band, how it all sounds, and if you put the time in, I'm not going to go have fun if I'm unsure of what I'm doing on stage or I feel unprepared. That's that's when you know that's when the fun's taken away you got to get to that point first you know absolutely absolutely and that that's the thing as well i, I kind of want to ask you're, you're plucking away at a guitar very very beautifully there um was drums the first thing you got into or, or obviously you played guitar as well and things or was what was the first thing you kind of picked up i i always say drums first but mm. i and i always forget that was like third grade and fourth mm. grade i got a real kit third grade i got a fake kit which means they had like paper heads that broke easily and it went yeah. like just like little, little tin cans made of you know metal tin cans with paper you know strapped on or something eventually but i did learn how to keep a beat and play the kiss records on this kid this little thing i got for christmas in third grade and then uh but but second and third grade i did play piano we had a piano in the house and my parents could play i had no desire to play piano at all it just but i had to it was like uh, you know uh, my my mom said to it was my me and my younger younger sister. You guys are taking piano lessons. I did it for two years and I practiced. And I so you learn your how to read the basics. You learn your you know you learn the piano the basics. But I didn't care. I had no. It was just not. It just didn't do anything for me. And then uh, drums came and that, that took over. It completely took over. And then you know a couple years later, my dad had an acoustic guitar. <clears throat> he was really talented. Mm -hmm. Sh showed me an E major. Showed me a. I'm a little out of tune. Showed me a G. And showed me, uh, yeah, and absolutely. And I'm like, I think, if you look at that riff, that's if you don't play an instrument, and somebody, my dad's like, here's you know, day tripper, it's not easy at all, it's not easy. But uh, I, I was like, that's cool guitar, but then somewhere in seventh grade, I got really into it, and I think a lot of it was just I don't, somehow I think it all tied together with the Blizzard of Oz, Randy Rhodes, Ozzy Osbourne. I think that record blew me away, and I I loved you know guitar players and stuff, but somehow that all tied together at that time. Randy Rhodes, guitar. I need to learn how to play these things. I want to learn how to play. Yo, know, hmm. I'm trying to play louder as if you can't hear it because I'm not. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but uh, that's why I'm sucking on the I don't know riff. You know, no, no, you're uh, fine. <laughs> you know, whatever. But I had to learn all that stuff. So I've been playing guitar since then, um, but really a drummer first. And, uh, sure, I wish I'd sure. practiced piano, man. I wish I did. I watch whatever my friends that are keyboard players or watch them, whatever, anybody, you know, just you know, Elton John, Billy Joel, I mean, but just the art of playing piano. I understand it. I totally understand. I know music theory. I get it. I don't practice. Like the only thing I got a little electric piano here and, and I'll sit down and some reason, me and my buddy, Derek Sherini and Derek's an awesome keyboard player. Um, plays in Sons of Apollo, he played in Dream Theater back in the day, and Billy, we played Billy Idol. Anyways, he loves, we love Eddie Van Halen, and he was like, I'm going to learn an eruption on piano. I'm like, well, the ending, the whole, get on the tapping, get on, get on, get on, get on. I'm like, I could see that in my head, like, I get it, and that is actually not a piano thing. That's like, well, yeah, it is a piano thing, but I learned on guitar, so the rhythm of it and the idea, like, so I've recently been working, learning a, the ending of eruption on piano, because all you have to do is go, get on, get on, get on, get on, get on, that's all you have to do, you know? But it sounds impressive because if you're not a piano player, yeah, pianist, which some yeah. people say is a pianist, but I'd rather say pianist because I don't need because what happens when you say pianist, 
It sounds so much like penis, right? So yeah. <laughs> then the conversation changes. We all chuckle and giggle. He go, <laughs> I'm a penis player, right? And like he starts, I'm a penis. Just say pianist, and it goes. I keep keep the point going. You know, I keep my you know, the flow. Yeah. So anyways, but you know, he learned it, and he learned it on the front of the piano. Then he go behind it and do the same, you know whatever. But anyways, if you're not a pianist, then you watch somebody do it. And you go, oh, you must know how to play piano. I'm like. No, not at all. I can't even do like C to F. I can't even do it an octave to an octave like smoothly, but I get it. It's awesome. Wish I could. Absolutely. I love that. Um, so one thing, one thing I do, what I've been sort of mentioning to, to various guests I've had on, um, and again, I don't want to talk about it too much because it's so boring and depressing, but the last couple of years, you're a creative person by your nature, being a drummer, being a musician. Um, obviously, the pandemic, the global situation how did you kind of cope being a creative person? Because for me personally, I'm a creative person. And when you're put into a physical or, a, or a, you know, a logistical box of saying you're not allowed to do X, Y, and Z, you kind of have to get into a different headspace of trying to be creative. So how did you, how did you feel like your creativity kind of was the last sort of two or three years? Uh, where are you from? Uh, the UK. You guys say Z? Say Z? How do you mean? Sorry. Was it instead of Z? I thought it was like a Canadian thing or oh, yeah. instead. <laughs> so I where where I come from in the UK, I come from um the absolute so the UK has got like a big arse at the very east. I'm there yeah. and we have a really weird dialect, so I do apologize. Right. <laughs> but see I, I picked that out. I'm like, Z where where are you getting Z from? I d I didn't know that was like a, an English thing. But okay, cool. Yeah. But I get it. Because it's all you know, I only know, I only know Z because not even from traveling, I know it from because of Rush, mm. you know, because of yeah, yeah. Z. Oh. Absolutely. Next yeah, song's yeah. called Y Y Z. That's my terrible Getty. That's like if Getty was from England. Like <laughs> that made no sense. I can't do Getty Lee. I've never tried. Never tried to. Um, so my, I was going to say just real quick. My my dad is the biggest Rush fan. He'll really appreciate that reference. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. 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 But it, you know, and 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 you know this. Do you know there's a song Y Y Z Y Y Z? Do you know yeah, Rush yeah, has yeah. an amazing song? Uh, but it's named after. The, the airport in Toronto, which is YYZ, right? Oh, Why okay. do they call it YYZ? Because the rhythm, that's the Morse code for YYZ. Come on, that's how heavy is that? It's awesome. That's how Rush Amazing. thinks. That's why Rush sells out arenas until they don't feel like playing arenas, you know? Amazing. Yeah, yeah, amazing. <laughs> but uh, creative wise, creativity wise, um, it's it's you know it sucked. It was a bit of a struggle. A lot of well, it was a lot of a struggle. A lot of work, lost work. Oh, I'm gonna go here, touring with this, doing that. Oh, that's gone. First, you think it's two months. You're like, okay, two months. You figure it out. No, two becomes four, six, eight, ten. It's the whole damn year. We're gonna go away. And for me, it became it affected most of 2021. You know, like so. <clears throat> luckily, I had a, I have a studio in my house, so mm -hmm. I. I just, I was doing more lessons. More people were calling me to do sessions. Hmm. I got involved in a couple projects that for the time I look back, I'm like, wow, there's this artist, this singer that decided, you know, in the summer of 20, but he really locked us in like to a, like, Hey, we're going to, you know, do this thing for the next four months. If I'll lock you guys in, if you commit, and we're like, okay, it's a pandemic, but anything could change. We don't know, but it was right in the middle of the pandemic. You put a band together, and he was, and he, and we played for him, and uh, did some videos, and rehearsed, and 
And uh, that helped a lot because that was mm -hmm. like, oh, that was like nobody's doing this in a pandemic. And he did. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, um, 21. Yeah. No, I mean, just just it was it's, it was very stressful. You know, mm -hmm. when these guys called, I was like, that's great because I didn't have any major things that were going to happen, like touring or joining a band wise yeah. for this year. And, and I was like, okay, this two years has really screwed everything up, you know, for mm -hmm. not, not, not just me, I mean, for everything, the whole world, but, but, uh, at first, I got to care about myself first. Cause I got to pay my bills. You know, I got to take care of that. So I got to, you know, it's like when you're on the plane, they can put your, your breathing apparatus on before you put your kids on. You know what I mean? It's like, I got to, you know, got to do that. So Absolutely. you can't, you can't I, save somebody in the water if you're, if you're drowning, you know? Absolutely. And to, and to take that and flip it on its head in, in a positive light, obviously you guys are out uh, for a UK tour. Um, I mean, a UK centric because UK bloke basically <laughs> but right. at the end of the end, end of the year. Um, and that's very exciting. Hoping to get down to the London show myself. Um, cool. Obviously the last, let's say it's been terrible contour, anything else. I guess it must be really nice and exciting to get in front of people again. Obviously this year has been a bit different, because you have been able to tour and things, but how has the action been in terms of touring and stuff and getting back out there? Yeah, well, like anything, there's the main things, at least for me as a musician, is you're either in the studio or you're live, right? That's mm -hmm, for sure. The meat of, that's the meat, right? Everything else is kind of around that. So to not be out playing for years and not to have been to Europe for four years was that was great, you know. So the more you get away from something, the more you miss it. If you're always at least for me if you're always touring you haven't been in the studio it's like oh i miss that whole studio environment of playing or creating or writing like that whole that other side of not being on the road and then if if you're only in the studio you're like oh, it's that that anal side of like how you listen to you know how you put music together i want to go out and release the energy in front of people and yeah they're just two totally different things so i was really excited had a great time in Europe. We just did the States and that was a lot of fun. It was great. And and I'm really excited to get back to the UK because I haven't been there since 2017. That's five years. Oh, wow. Five yeah, years. Sure. The last time I was there was the, with the Dead Daisies. Mm -hmm. It's half a decade. So like, mm -hmm. and I know the UK is awesome. So it's it's always a great hang. And, uh, and when I say UK, and th does that, just to make sure, and I say we're in Ireland playing Belfast and Dublin, yeah, that no, is, that, I, I include the UK as the whole thing. So yeah, okay. for sure. But, but so, but Great Britain is not UK. Britain, Great sure. Britain. Yeah. It, I, think it's, someone, it's I can't be the only one who needs to know this because you got, you got <laughs> England, UK, Britain, Great Britain. There's probably one more I'm forgetting right now, but right. It's like, <laughs> for oh, sure. what's, the what's, what's Britain? Britain doesn't include Ireland, right? It depends who you ask. If you were to ask it together, if, if you to ask a Scottish person, they'd be like, "We're Scottish first, and then Great Britain." Or and you know, rightly or wrongly, that's their opinion. You know, whatever. <laughs> by the so, by the way, I don't know what what I mean. What do the English think of Braveheart? Because it's like my second favorite movie of all time. I love it. I like Braveheart. It's it's a good film. It is a good film. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I do like it. I do oh my like god, it. Mel Mel just oh dude, he did he took over the movie. It's his it's his. Yeah, absolutely. Starring in it, directing in it. <laughs> absolutely. Three hours, and I'm like, it's cool, man. I'm good mm. with three hours here. Like, that's how well of a job you've, you know, done here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Awesome. I love but, uh, that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, so, but I'm psyched. I'm psyched to uh, 
to come and play. It's two weeks, I think December 1st to the 16th, something like that. For sure. Nine For shows, sure. nine shows, eight, nine, ten shows. And, you know, because I'm like, you know, I don't really drink like much uh, beer and stuff. I haven't for, for a bunch of years. But uh, so I'm like going to Doug. I'm like, Doug, when we go, I haven't been to Dublin or Belfast. We're going to go, we're going to a bar and we're going to sit there with Guinness and we're just going to hang out in an Irish bar and drink Guinness on the day off. Cause I don't, I'd never, even when I did drink beer, I like, I had like one Guinness my whole life. Like just, okay, yeah. let me try a Guinness, you know, that's, but yeah. It always tastes, it always, they always say it always tastes better from the source. So yeah, I, I, was, I was, I was never uh, much of a fan of the beer Heineken until I went to Holland and tried it in Holland. And I was like, they got so there's something different here. It's the same can of the else, the same pint, but it's something different. So right, right, right. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it, so it's so it's all good. Rejoining up with the guys, doing a record, going on tour, new re, you know new record out. Uh, it's which is just you know it's just a lot of fun as opposed to hey join the band. We just did a record, but the drummer we were changing it up. Then you you're learning somebody else's stuff. And it's just not as exciting as like, yeah, the song that's out now, we, we came up together, you know, we came up with together, you know, Glenn wrote it, D Doug and Glenn wrote the stuff together, you know, Lowy, like I, I came in after the fact, but it's still the fact that like when it was, you got to put the drums down first, you know, we're all in the studio Absolutely. jamming, what beat works the best, what fills, you're talking to Ben Gross, the producer, and everybody's working together. So it's just nice to start the whole process off like that, you know, and know that that's, that's the, the, the beginning that's what you're supporting when you go out and you know and that's what people are going to get it's just i mean it adds it's just more fun you know for Absol me, absolutely all the way yeah absolutely um so i like to also because we're on a bit of a time limit and things and that's totally cool because you're a busy man so i've got one final question for you and it's a question i ask every guest and you can take it as sort of seriously and personally as you like or it can just be a, a more of a jovial answer completely up to you very simple what to you is the best thing about being in a band slash being a musician uh the, the best thing. I'll, I'll be i'll answer it more on the serious side instead of go you know whatever your typical rock and roll answer the best thing about it is 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 uh um you don't just you don't uh go into this business just because because somebody told you to nobody goes you're going to go struggle as a musician and try and become successful or you're going to play you have to play drums son there's a drum set start playing <laughs> that's it yeah. but I, I want to be a doctor or maybe a lawyer that's dad that's what I want to... mom dad listen son start playing those drums two hours a day <laughs> that's it here's some records learn these drum parts you know what i mean it doesn't yeah. happen so so the, the the best part about it is to be able to do what you've always wanted to do in a business that has zero guarantees, mm. zero. There's no, there are no guarantees here. I don't care. You can be the biggest artist in the world. Does that mean you're the biggest artist in the world forever because you became that? No, you know, it's like, so it's, there's ups and downs, but if you, if, if this is what you know your life is and you believe in yourself, meaning like, I believe this is what I am. This is what I can't see myself doing anything else. I might not be in Zeppelin, Van Halen, or the Stones, or whatever. You know, maybe I'm. I didn't start a band, but whatever. If I'm moving on, playing my instrument, and mm -hmm. I feel like you know, you're getting some respect for it, you're paying mm -hmm. your bills from it. That's that's the best thing. That that it is, you know. But it, and then 
I'm really, I'm also happy. I probably take it for granted. Like the bands I've been in are bands that I grew up on, bands that I have like long-term relationships with, great friends in, and maybe you take it for granted because I may have somehow gotten into a situation in a more like pop direction or maybe whatever, you know, nobody knows what twists and turns, but I play like in rock bands. Like I played, played in bands that I bought the records of as a kid and I learned how to play drums through those records. So I'm really happy that I, not only do I get to play drums, I get to play with guys that I worshiped growing up or people that I totally respect now and music that I, I enjoy, you know, that so, isn't that what we all want? Do what you want, do, do what you love all as much as you can and actually have a career and be able to survive through it. That's, that's the bottom line right there. You know, everything Absolutely. else follows, everything else should kind of, everything follows that. Then you're happy. You know, absolutely struggles. There's no guy. I tell everybody, nothing. Oh, you you have a resume. You've been doing this a long time. You seems like you're always busy because you're, 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 yeah. That doesn't mean there's down. It doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's ups and downs constantly. You know, absolutely. And I can't tell you why an up happened or why a down mm -hmm. happened. Uh, yeah, a pandemic. That's obvious. Things get affected. Yeah. But I can't tell you why. You know, some people make decisions. Some people get in really, you know, have relationships in certain places that change up everything. And you can go this way or that way, whatever reputations, you know, uh, that's a big thing. Hey man, what do you mm -hmm. think of this guy? Oh, I played with him. He's a dickhead. He's a really good yeah. drummer, but he's a dick. Okay. Who else do you know? Like, that's yeah. how quick that is. Seriously. Mm -hmm. You got 10 drummers sitting there. You go, yeah, I know all 10 of them. That guy, he's probably the best drummer, but he's a dick. Yeah, and he, and, he, and he charges double, you know, whatever, like just whatever. Okay, that's your reputation. So you try and, you know, try and have fun with the whole damn thing, but also like not, you know, just run around, whatever, playing for free because you like it playing drums and then you're sitting there living, you know, in this piece of crap apartment because you literally just like have terrible business skills. I mean, that, that you know, it's, you, know you learn as you go, but I'm just, that's, that's it. It's just fun to do it. It's just fun to do it. You love to do it. Absolutely, and that that is testament to you the the work hard that you've you've done for throughout the years of be, being a musician because, like you say, you've got a, a lengthy resume which is all pretty great to be honest. So you're never um, gonna be your freaking idols, right? You're not, no. and and you also can't sit there and go, I suck. I, you can't be all. <laughs> you have to find a balance of like, mm. oh, you know, man, are you like I, I know? Did you focus when you practiced? When you mm -hmm. practice, when you put time in, were you thinking about what you were doing? If you are, then you're aware of what you're doing. You're aware of getting better. You're aware of when you suck. You're aware of when you do something better than something else. You're aware of these things. It's very, you're very cognizant of all this. So you can't run around like, oh, you know, with this, this I suck thing because, you know, that rubs off on people. And you can't walk in like I'm the baddest thing to walk the planet. You just kind of go, you know what? And, and the more you get a little bit of respect here and there, it gives you confidence. A little bit of confidence doesn't mean you have to walk around with an ego. It just means mm -hmm. just be a little confident. Come in and, and you want big bands don't want to hire sometimes like a big uh, a drummer with no experience on, on a bigger tour. He might be a great drummer locally, but if he gets behind large groups of people six nights a week, you might not be mm -hmm. able to handle that. So when you prove yourself and you go, hey, I have a resume, that's the, res that's the coolest thing about the resume. It's proven mm -hmm. that you can do this stuff. This guy hired me. This guy hired me. I was doing this for years. I did that. That's cool. Somebody go, well, why are you in so many different bands? Well, because, you know, the life is short. And I, I want to, I, I never said, I just want to be this guy for my whole life. I wanted to go more. So I'm trying, you know? Yeah. So anyways, yeah, that's, uh, 
that's it you know that that is honestly the most honest answer i've had and i love it so i'm gonna say thank you so much for your time and today brian it's been it's been a real eye-opening experience and a lot of fun for me personally and (laughs) the dead daisies are out uh the record will be out on friday this will come out shortly before friday so go and check it out when it's out friday physical cd vinyls downloads all of those things go and do it get tickets for the tour uh which is in december for the uk at least um i'm assuming other tour dates are, are about and things um but yeah yeah thank you, you can find much. out everything everything on deaddaisies.com it's all over social media it's easy to find and i hope to see you in in the uk for, for these shows i'm psyched uh, absolutely thank you so much my friend it's been a great pleasure thank thanks. you thanks matt stay safe cool. cheers mate bye-bye